This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual, Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. And special guest Wade. Say hello, Wade. Hello. 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 Merry, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and welcome to a bank episode. And happy new millennium. <laughs> ching. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. All right, we got a bank episode, and because it's the holiday times, we are going to be doing... You say it, Scott. <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> All right, Gremlins. This movie's about Gremlins and Mogwais <laughs> and boys named Billy and Billy, the bath- Billy. <laughs> and the bathroom buddy and <laughs> yeah, he always, he, his dad always had a buddy. <laughs> Well, no, he invented the bathroom buddy. Didn't he have a, a cigarette buddy or smoking buddy? Yeah, cigarette, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, never, I thought he did, whenever he goes to the bathroom, he had a guy come in there with him. I thought that's, I thought, <laughs> that's what you call your phone, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> that's true. It's actually true. <laughs> yeah, have you tried pooping without your phone? Oh, man, that's miserable. <laughs> I, I don't know how our ancestors ever mm-hmm. staring ever at a wall. pooped at all, yeah. yeah. Al Bundy used to take a newspaper in there. <laughs> it's true. It's the phone of you know the pre-phone times. But how could you tell your friends that you were pooping if you just had a newspaper? I know that's the thing. <laughs> if you can't let everybody know, <laughs> you would just let your stink know. I mean, you would it's let like, them know by your stink. It's like you didn't even poop at all. You can't. It's like a poop drop dropping a poop in the forest and no yeah. one's around. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, gremlins. There it is. Yep. Don't, don't feed him after midnight, man. So everyone knows Gremlins. The, the dad goes to some place. Where is it? It's not in China, is it? It's in Chinatown? Chinatown. Yeah, like Chinatown, yeah. Is it, does it say which city? I don't remember what city this takes place in. The one that was built on rock and roll. <laughs> so it's somewhere in the Midwest, right? I kind of got that. <laughs> it's snowing, yeah, so it's not L.A. It's yeah. not, it's yeah, not, not San, San Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> so... His New dad, York, while he's New on a road York, trip, Canada. trying to buy... I think it is New York. Yeah. All right, we'll say... I don't think it's New York. I think Midwest. Say Detroit. We're going to say Detroit. Chicago. Before, when the automotive Detroit. industry was still in... That's yeah. why it went downhill, because of the gremlins. Yeah. Mm. And... Uh, so deep. His dad buys his son a... Uh, looking for a gift. He walks in in this... Uh, Creepy, mysterious Chinese salesman. Egg Shen. Trying to sell him stuff, but being a typical bossy uh, American. Is it Egg Shen? No, it's no. not. It's not Egg Shen. Oh. Wait, it's been forever since I've seen it, so it could have been. But uh, being like a, you know, a bold American white dude, he's like, no, I want that thing. He's like, not for sale. Anyway, he buys it, and he says, all right, there's three rules. No, kid. he doesn't just buy his... 
is yeah, his like grandson sells it to him. Yeah, he's like he doesn't know what he's talking. Oh, about. that's right. Against okay. the old man's yeah, behind the old man's back because he needs the money. That's right, like in the alley. Which or really, right? yeah, the, the truly the old Chinese guy still at fault because if if it had the potential to cause that much problem, he wouldn't just have it sitting out in front of everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He so, wanted it to happen. He his wanted dad buys it. Happen. Every, nothing good can come out of buying a black market uh, mogwai. Let's just <laughs> say that, right? Is there a white market mogwai? <laughs> I don't know. But, but a, and he gives the three rules. Don't get it wet. Uh, don't expose it to light. It'll kill him. Uh, and uh, don't feed him after midnight. Most importantly, don't feed him after midnight. Yeah. I guess it depends on what time zone you're in. I don't know. I don't know the water thing on. seems kind of important, too. Yeah. But so he takes it home. He gives it to his uh, son Billy, who is is a teenage. Is he in high school? Is no, he he's college at a bank. So he's, oh, that's right. He works in a bank. Yeah, but he brings it to school. That's what I don't remember. He Doesn't he bring he goes, one? Of he's them? a college student, I believe. Okay. And uh, so anyway, it's a great uh, Christmas. He gets this little mogwai, this little cute little furball. Looks like a was it a Furby? Yeah. Voiced yeah. by TV's Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. That's my Mogwai. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. It's been, come on, guys. It's been like 15 years since I've seen this movie. <laughs> he, uh, everything is going good. His mom's chopping onions. And she's crying, watching you know, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> For some reason, that sticks out in my mind. He's got a really hot girlfriend who's uh, Phoebe Case, right? Yeah. Is this like a Teen Wolf thing where she likes him but he doesn't like her? Or no, they're already dating. No, yeah, they're they're boyfriend girlfriend. Okay. And uh, so how did how does he get him like wet? Because I know he gets him wet first. Is it? Oh yeah, he spills some water from uh, the water that he water cup that he rinses his paintbrushes in, right? Something like that. Yeah. He spills it it on off the table. Onto his head. Mogwai and all these little like Furby things just pop out of his back. But these new Mogwai. Yeah, it's like yeah. They're not. Yeah, nice. they're kind of assholes. Even with even when they're Mogwai, they're kind of assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're all loopy. It's like the Seven Dwarfs. Like there's a goofy one. There's a mean one. There's a sleepy no, one. You're thinking and... of Gremlins too. Gremlins too. Yeah. This one, they're kind of all the same, just level of asshole. Except for Stripe, who's yeah. obviously the, the yeah, leader. he's the yeah. Darth Vader of Mogwais. I was trying to make a reference. I was trying to make a reference to the end of the movie where they're actually watching Snow White, but okay. <laughs> or is it not Snow White? Am I thinking of something else? <laughs> no, they're watching Snow White. Yeah, right? they're watching Snow. They're White. going to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that happens, <laughs> and uh, and he gets some wet. He gives one of the, like he said he goes to this some professor or some teacher and he has his biology teacher and he oh, experiments yeah. on him. He, he puts Not a drop really. of water on on good old gizmo. And then he pops yeah. out another mom. And, and he's uh, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And he puts like a needle in him. And, take a uh, sample blood. and then yeah. well, this is happening. Uh, one night, uh, Billy's watching TV, probably watching MTV or something, and uh, they all start begging for food. And he goes, no, 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 it's it's too late. Oh, wait, it's not too late. All right, cool. And he go gives them some <laughs> plate chicken. fried chicken that just yeah. happens to be <laughs> in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. 
And the next morning he wakes up and they're all grotesque and just like they're all eggs, green, co- yeah, cocooned and all gnarly. And he goes, "No, I fed them before midnight." And then you find out that the power—they chewed through the power cable, so the mm-hmm. clock was before digital clock. Yeah, but then so, yeah, but they still run on power, so it just would have been off, I guess. Yeah. That would have been the difference. So, it was like one of those flip clocks, right, where the numbers actually flipped over. I believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like from Pacific Rim. It had to be because it was digital. Like I said, it just would have been off. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, the little, they turn into gremlins. The little well, green, th- evil versions of them. One thing about right before they start to hatch and they had all the fog around the eggs and everything, the, there was the song, a Christmas song playing in the background that always haunts me, even to this day. The one that's like, do you hear what I hear? Yeah. And that was playing. I always remember that song. Yeah. And it was freaky because I had recently seen, like, Alien Right before I watched this movie too, so I'm like, "Oh, I know, I know what's coming out of those eggs." <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> so that in, always in the history out. of movies, has has there ever been any scene where the opening of eggs was a good thing? Jurassic Park. Oh. Well, Mork, <laughs> Mork was hatched from an egg, right? I was going to say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so not a movie. Though. Movies, though. Oh, Mork the movie. <laughs> Um, but that scene when the first gremlin attacks uh, the main character's mom, that was an intense yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. For me, at least. She's throwing the microwave. Yeah, she throws in the yeah, microwave. The she, she blends one. She stabs yeah. one with a kitchen knife, and it's like it trapped in the tree, and she's like getting strangled by the tree. That was that was a rough scene for a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rad, though. <laughs> The one in the microwave was awesome, and it's all like yeah. looking out and everything. He's like, and it's <laughs> then pop. Yeah, gross. <laughs> so yeah, but she managed to the take movie. out most of them, and then Billy helps, but then Stripe gets away, right? Yeah. yeah. Then he jumps into the Sorry, community, community pool. pool. Yeah. Then a bunch of other gremlins just I was gonna say, popping out. I was going to say, you guys talked about the movie being really dark. Uh, at some points, it gets really, really dark. The whole story about what happens to Phoebe Cates' dad. Right, yeah. yeah. That's that's not that's not stuff kids should be listening yeah, to. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the rating for this movie, but... It was PG-13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was, no, maybe, was it before PG-13? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's probably just PG. I'll look it up. But yeah, he jumps in the pool... I know it's scene you're gonna get you're talking about, Scott. We'll get to that, but that's yeah. That, I think I mentioned that in one of our like PG, di- yeah, dialogue pieces where like the scene. This movie was rated PG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this the '80s, man. God. Yeah, it was one of the films to influence the creation of PG-13. Mother of God. <laughs> and, uh... Oh yeah, so his neighbor guy. That's pretty cool. That guy always the guy who like... talks about gremlins. He ta- he. I always confuse him with Peter Falk, but it's not Peter Falk. No. What else is that guy in? He's in, like, one other thing that, like, everybody knows. Gremlins 2? Yeah. <laughs> he is in Gremlins 2. Is he the same guy in Superman 2 that, like, picks on Clark when he's in human form? I think he might be one of the two guys, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I'm been working sure out. about that. He's also in Explorers. You guys remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. Uh, 
Yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah, Ethan Hawke and uh, River Phoenix. River yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always just liked him. He's like, he's a drunk, and like Billy has to like take him home. Billy. He doesn't drive a tractor to to the bar. <laughs> yeah, he does. Or, yeah, Phoebe Cates works at the bar, right? And then, yeah, so. Yeah. Well, he drives a tractor and they won't let him drive home. I always thought that was pretty good. Um, even as a kid. I'm like, that guy looks like he shouldn't be driving. <laughs> but yeah, the, the stripe uh, goes to the community pool. He jumps in holding holding his nose, which I always thought was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was and, hilarious. Uh, Gremlins everywhere, attacking the city. Um, they even attack little uh, Mouth from Goonies, and he cuts off the Christmas lights with the scissors. Has he got like um, a slingshot or something? He's like slingshotting them. Yeah. yeah. Is that his first movie? I can't remember. Corey Feldman's first movie? Could be. Could be. Yeah. And, uh... uh what else? Yeah, they're just attacking everybody, and I don't... What are my <laughs> I favorite? Remember, just, like, mayhem and soups throughout the city, right? It's, it's kind of weird to say this about a kid's movie, but my favorite kill in this movie was <laughs> <laughs> that crotchety old cat lady. Right. <laughs> She's yeah. got one of those automatic oh, yeah. chairs that sits on the stairs and she's got a spiraling stairway that goes all the way to, the, to her second story but the gremlins mess with it so she's at the bottom <laughs> and it just fires off at an incredible speed and it just shoots her out the window oh man yeah i was dying Poor what, one of those things where they just magically make it speed up <laughs> yeah yeah well gremlins yeah gremlins yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he doesn't die. So that dude doesn't die, right? The neighbor? No. No, he's well, going to see gremlins, so too. They kind of, I think they kind of imply that he dies, but they bring him back. Because I think they, like, drive his tractor through his, his house or something. Yeah. And he's like, what yeah. are It's a gremlin. I'm not crazy. Yeah. It's a gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> There's something. Something. <laughs> on the wing. There's someone on the wing. Some. Thing. He's been terror during uh so what's his face. <laughs> so while all this is going on, Billy's running around with his girlfriend and no, Wicket not Wicket, um Gizmo, Gizmo. <laughs> in his little backpack. <laughs> Might as well be Wicket. <laughs> and that's when uh Phoebe Cates tells a story about why she doesn't like Christmas and her dad dressed hey, up remember as Santa and... in the in the sequel they're like, Oh, it's Flag Day. I hate Flag Day. Something horrible happened to me on Flag Day. And they're like, We have no time for that. And they just keep going. I forget what holiday it was, but. Nice. That's <laughs> funny. There were quite a few clever things in the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the tone's a lot different, but. Yeah, it's a lot lighter. Um, Speaking of Phoebe yeah. Cates, I love that bar scene with all the gremlins, and she's still serving yeah, all of the gremlins' beer. Yeah, that's what I love. That she's like, really pissed off. They're really yeah. Her. I was just going to get to the bar scene. That scene is awesome. You got the the drinking, you know, the guys is just drinking, the guys playing poker, the flasher. Yeah. <laughs> that flasher's hilarious. On the on the fan. <laughs> I forgot about the flashing gremlin. <laughs> he's, he's got the trench coat. <laughs> How do you find that? Size, yeah, it's size just for him. Like, where the hell do you get it? And where do they get any of their clothing? Gremlins. It's true. <laughs> Kid store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I just the one like sitting under the beer tap, and his belly is getting all big. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. And, uh, yeah, she's serving them. And then I forgot. So somehow they decided to go to the movies. How do they get to the movies? They just decided to go on their own. They're oh, just kind of no, everywhere. They, no, they. Yeah, but they, in the movie, they are everywhere. They yeah. start. Yeah, they they're everywhere. So they come up with a plan. It's like, oh, why don't we just 
attract them to one place and then we can just kill them all at once. And that's when they started playing Snow White and then they like burned the whole place down. But I don't think they I think the Grim the Gremlins started because the guy gets caught in the reel and I just think they ended up there on their own and then that's when they decided to burn it down. Oh. Right? Yeah, maybe because they go out on the street and they're like Wait, where where they all go? And then they find them all in the movie theater. I think you're right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And she's like, they love it, and they're like just enjoying it and singing along with mm-hmm. Iho. In, in a scene stolen by Quentin Tarantino for Inglorious Bastards, they burn up the movie theater. Oh. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, but Stripe gets away. Yeah, Stripe goes back to the candy uh, stand, and there's nothing left. So he leaves the uh, uh, the banana stand. Man, there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> so he leaves to get uh, more food. I forgot. He says a word like food or candy or something, and he goes away. And then the thing blows up, and then then the ending happens, and they're all running around like a department store, right? Like a Sears-type store. Yeah. Yeah, like, like it's in a, in a toy store, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's like a department store. Oh, it's, oh okay. And Gizmo's yeah. driving a Malibu Stacy car. It's like a because ch- he gets a chainsaw at one point. Uh, yeah, so. and then like, it ends up in the garden. That's where he like has his finger in like a fountain in the garden department or whatever. They have that at Toys R Us. <laughs> it's an apartment store, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, he almost creates more, but uh, Gizmo comes to the rescue and drives. Yeah, he drives his Malibu Barbie. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, car the into the. To the lampshade or, or to the the window the shade, blinds. so yeah. the light comes in and shines on him and kills him without killing Gizmo. I forgot why he doesn't die. Well, no, that's not how he dies. Yeah, no? it is because Gizmo, uh, I think, stays like in the shadows away from the direct sunlight. He yeah. wasn't in direct sunlight, but it was all the, from the greenhouse. Well, it was all well, no, hitting he, strike. No, he jumps. He jumps into the fountain, and Billy throws like a lamp in there or something. No, Gizmo. Like, no, he he dies and he kills him with sunlight. Yeah, yeah. He, he he kills yeah. him with. Yeah, all three rules get broken, except for the yeah. eating one. Oh, there's no, no ele- there's no electricity involved there. No, that was in the second one. You sure about that? Yeah, yes. they yeah they let out the electricity gremlin and it shocks them all because yeah in, in the second movie, but I could have sworn he second. does something to the lamp or does something to the fountain to like electrocute him in the fountain. No, mm, that might have been. In an earlier scene where he tried to get a couple, get a couple okay. of Kremlins, but yeah, he might have okay. shocked him at some point. But yeah. Yeah. all right, yeah, Gizmo definitely jumps and unlatches the sh- the shade, and then it pops up, and then the sunlight comes in, and he and... melts like tot. Yeah, and uh... that's pretty awesome. Uh, Another gr- gruesome scene, by the way. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. even his bones melt. <laughs> Yeah, you remember there was like that one little bubble. It's about to pop, but it never does. And yeah. like their dog, like the family dog, is like sniffing it or something. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's the movie. I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did they... the, Ch- the oh. Chinese man comes back? Yeah, yeah. takes him back. He's yeah, like, oh, you should... may be ready mm, to own this Maguire later. He doesn't give the money back, but that's true, the bastard. <laughs> He does take a smoking buddy from his white dad. <laughs> his Smoke. dad, his dad, the inventor. Right. That's right. Don't they like they keep calling his dad, the inventor, keeps calling in, and then like you see like his smoking buddy, and like it's supposed to keep all the smoke inside yeah. there, except everything is full of smoke yeah. except that thing. Or <laughs> Everybody's just hacking up. Yeah, it's just <laughs> smoke everywhere. <laughs> Doesn't work. That's pretty good. Were his parents anyone famous? I don't even remember. His now. father was the father from 
Black Stallion. That's all I remember him from. Okay, I don't. I've seen that movie once as a really young lad. So. Yeah. yeah, I know that horse ate uh, sugar cubes, and there was a ship. Yeah, the ship sinks. <laughs> That's right. That's all. I Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Then he becomes a jockey. That's right. Oh, I should watch this movie again. And then he gets caught in the ever-ending mud or whatever. <laughs> Fight the sadness, Artex. Yeah. <laughs> in the bog of eternal stench. Jesus. Yes. Again, talking about dramatic children's. <laughs> yeah, that one. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, crossover movie. The saddest death in a kid's movie that you've ever seen. Oh, God. Oh. It's got to be like the Disney movies, like Simba, Simba's dad dying or Bambi's mom dying, right? Doesn't it? Have to be that. Bad. Um. Hmm. Secret of Nim, Nicodemus gets crushed. Ooh, that, that was, was pretty. That was, rough. that was a very violent movie. Yeah, I, I miss. I, I kind of miss the dark. Well, I'm an adult now, so it's kind of the, the new movies like that would be lost on me. But I, those movies versus now, I mean, they, they still have like the parents dying, but kind of doesn't get too overtly dark like that. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember Secret. I know I love Secret Nim, but I don't. I couldn't tell you anything that happens in that movie. And I probably watched it a hundred times as a kid. And for some reason, I don't remember anything. Um, that was the George Bluth movies, right? Don Bluth. Don Bluth. <laughs> no, George. It was Gob Bluth. Gob. All right. Any yeah. specifics from Gremlins that you guys want to mention, bring up? I'm trying to rack my brain here on stuff that we've missed. I love this movie. This and Ghostbusters, I think, came out around the same time. Yeah, we're watching these over and over again. Just the the general mayhem when the gremlins are in full force, like them at the movie theater and them at the the bar, just like the the puppetry going on. It's, There's it's, always that. It, hold, it, it holds up. Yeah, you know, it's still some you know these practical effects still hold up. There's always that one random guy that's covered like by five gremlins and he's ah running around. Town. Yeah. So that's a good point with the puppets. Is this like a Jim Henson project? Was he involved or his team? That's a good question. I think he might. Maybe have Stan. Been. Maybe Sam Winston. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was them. I know there was huh. a bit of claymation when they showed the Gremlins as a crowd, like going through the town. Yeah, there's there's some stop motion. Yeah, some places. But... Oh, I specifically remember that scene now because it stuck. It stood out so much compared to the other ones. But yeah, I do remember that. Um, looks, Judge Reinhold's in this movie. Yeah, with Alicia, with B.B. Cates. What, he is? And the pairing. Yeah. He's briefly, he's like uh, like their supervisor at the bank, I think. Mm. He's like got a very brief part. Then his car won't start because there's a banana in the tailpipe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of humming it, but the... It's got a very memorable score. Yeah. At least the main theme. Yeah, theme song. Is it, who who did the score? Elfman? Uh, That's not Elfman. Jerry Goldsmith. Okay. Who also did uh, Secret of Nim. Exactly. Mm. Since we're bringing it around. Mm-hmm. I remember I had it. Like, this movie produced a lot of merchandise. Like, a lot of toys. I, I had the Commodore 64 game. <laughs> and I was It was too <laughs> advanced for me to play. I remember there was one scene where one part where you had to do all this 
all the, you had to kill all the gremlins with the various uh, kitchen appliances. You had to reenact that scene. And I remember <laughs> me, like five-year-old me, just not being able to do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yeah. So I, Nate? I had a Gremlins toy, Gremlins t-shirt, Gremlins storybook, like the read-along ones that you put the record on and it reads the pages. Yeah. And really? uh, uh, Lunchbox, Thermos, the whole thing. Wow. That was all Gremlins. Like so you know who wrote this, right? Harold Ramis. Nope. Oh. George he, disco- he discovered America. <laughs> Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> Knights of Columbus. Eric the Red. Leif Erikson. Yes. <laughs> so, Leif, son of Eric. Uh, yeah. No, man. Chris Columbus also did Goonies, and then he went on to, I guess, be a good director with the Harry Potter stuff. But, yeah. Nice. Pretty good. And then start. Yeah. And then Joe. Sorry, go ahead. And Joe Dante directed it. Yeah, a lot of people think it was Spielberg, but it wasn't. It was Joe Dante. Yeah. I think Spielberg produced one of those where he had his hands in everything back then. Well, you could tell by the whole kids thing, like the dead parents. (laughs) That's vintage Spielberg. Missing father. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Missing father. Yeah. And really, Billy's dad isn't around either, right? Billy. Uh, Like, like he's he's always traveling. He's always on the road. He's not dead or anything, but he's not around. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of an absence. Eh, I mean, he did buy the Mogwai, so <laughs> he did. Yeah, he didn't cause all the problems. <laughs> and then left, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he oh, got calls he from the invention convention thing with Robbie the robot in the background. <laughs> invention convention. <laughs> Anything Classic else, you guys? So, do, what do you guys, what do you guys think? If if uh, if Gizmo ate after midnight, would his gremlin be evil, or would he be a, a good gremlin? Because hmm. all the other Mogwai are all evil, so when they become gremlins, they, sure they're, they're evil or just completely like not not even nuts, like yeah, yeah, like, just like um, whatever that thing is when you're like like, immoral, whatever. Yeah, with the yeah. yeah, they just go out and do just no impulse control, right? Uh, I don't know. See, he didn't even want to. Eat. Remember, he offers him food at the same time, and he turns it down. Yeah, and he would have known. Yeah, he's oh, that's there. true. He's, yeah, he's reading a magazine or he's doing something, and Billy offers him a piece of chicken, and he's like, "No." Nah. So I think he knew. I, I know he wouldn't have known because he would have warned him. I don't yeah. know. So, so there's so there's kind of some uh, gruesome implications there. Say the the old Chinese merchant had it. Let's assume that other people did too. They basically breed these things, huh. and they just murder all the ones that are crazy or evil, <laughs> and Until they just they keep nice the good one. ones. Yeah, yeah. So for all we know, like, <laughs> Gizmo could have had, like, thousands of brothers and sisters murdered. Well, brothers. Uh, just brutally, just, yeah, just killed at birth. Yeah, just by the ratio, it's, yeah, we never see another good, another good Mogwai except for Gizmo. So that's, that's a pretty low odds of getting, yeah, a, getting yeah. breeding true. So, so actually, <laughs> Gizmo would be, like, the aberrant one. Right. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's the implication is that he's like the one good one of the whole species. But I mean, like his whole like he he would be ostracized by the other. And yeah, they, they yeah, beat and, him yeah, up. They beat him up. Yeah, and the second yeah. one, they like yeah. trap him and everything. They really go after him. Yeah. I think it's an allegory for modern racism. And... Well, you know, there are <laughs> there are there is like kind of a racial reading of Gre- the first Gremlins. Have you ever seen that? No. About how, like, you know, they eat fried chicken to become... Oh. And then, no, and then, the, and then that bar scene, 
there's like you know, they're listening to like they're break dancing, they're wearing kind of like urban fashions, and they're running amok. And they, you know, that they were kind of like the, the like the the white suburbia's fear of the crazy minorities infiltrating mm. their societies. Damn, I never That's thought not that of that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get a white person wet. <laughs> well, they breed like rabbits, these people, you know. <laughs> so they're Catholic. <laughs> so looking at uh, Joe Dante, uh, his body of work here. Um, so he did both Gremlins movies. Yeah, he did Inner Space. Yeah, that's a kind of remember that one. Yeah, that's kind of a forgotten so, movie. He did that. He did the yeah. Burbs. Burbs. Another yeah. dark, dark movie about suburbia, which Gremlins. Yeah. Is all as well. Right. Shout out to Colin. Uh, Werewolf movie too, right? Um, you did the original that? Piranha. No, you did. Yeah, how the Howling. The Howling. The Howling. Yes, yeah. that was before Grimm. Which I've never actually seen. I've seen um, most of it. I've seen the Howling. It was pretty creepy. Let's see. He did uh, Matinee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An interesting one. And then he's done a lot of TV stuff. But uh, Small Eerie Soldiers. Indiana. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He did the the Looney Tunes back in action, which I enjoyed. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and I'm seeing he directed one segment of the Twilight Zone movie. Uh, There's someone on the wing. Might have been that one. Was he the one that killed the guy with the helicopter? I don't think that was Joe Dante. Uh, okay. It could have been. He wasn't even supposed to be there. <laughs> no, no, it was like it was the, it was like John Landis. Or, oh, jo- yeah, I think you're right. Think yeah, hey Landis. <laughs> Landis also did a werewolf movie. Yeah. Yes. All right. We done with uh, Gremlins. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think so. Gremlins is awesome. Go watch. <laughs> it's time. It's time for what did we learn this today week? What? <laughs> what did you learn today? What did we learn today? I learned that Joe Dante is a person, and he directed <laughs> movies. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come back to me. I didn't learn anything. Okay. Alex, you. Uh, I learned for all you uh, tri-saber saber hilt haters that uh, <laughs> that design isn't actually that original. And it's not the worst lightsaber design that has been seen in the Star Wars universe. Even though, you know, right by now, the EU has been ruled out as non-canon, there's been some pretty, really stupid lightsaber designs. Lightsaber there. nunchucks? I haven't seen... <laughs> I have not seen nunchucks. Oh, but endless endless uh, space YouTube videos. Yeah. But Wait, yeah. the, are they handless lightsabers or the chain lightsaber? <laughs> it has to be chains, right? No, I think that, that it would be the handles and the not lightsabers would project out of either side. It'd be like two lightsabers chained together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what would you hold on to? The, the handle parts. I'll draw. Okay. I'll draw you a diagram. <laughs> but anyways, the the hilt saber actually appeared first in uh, some comic book in the EU, and it was actually a Jedi that wielded one. It looks pretty much the same except it's blue. But one of the worst ones is a whip saber. So instead of a, so it's just a, it's a, it's a flaccid lightsaber. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's very, it looks very retarded. But isn't that Iron Man two? Isn't that what the bad guy had in Iron Man two? No, because those are actually like electrified chains that he's got on and shit. 
Oh, my bad. Yeah. Mm. Jesus Christ. This is a whip made out of light, and it's stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> lightsaber tonfas, which is yeah. completely <laughs> just... This is retarded. Yeah, it's really retarded. Do they block other... <laughs> it's from the uh, which, uh, Force Unleashed. One of the villains, I guess, had lightsaber tonfas. What's a tonfa? <laughs> like it's a like, nightstick. Yeah, police baton. Oh. And one of the worst ones is a uh, <laughs> this dude who is rumored to be uh, Senator Palpatine's Darth Sidious' son has lightsabers implanted into his bodies. And I'm looking at a drawing of him right now, and he's got one <laughs> lightsaber at each elbow, one on his forearm, one coming out of each fist, and then one coming out of each knee. He's got lightsabers in his knees? Yes. Yes, that's, he does. That's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's really stupid. So, there you go, folks. I learned that the uh, hilt trisaber is not the worst possible thing ever. So, simmer down. <laughs> Scott, what did you learn? I learned via IMDB that NBC still wants me to buy Peter Pan Live on DVD <laughs> <laughs> on December 16th. Right. I, I, I don't know if anybody watched that. <laughs> in in the pantheon of of shit that gets put on TV, that pantheon. you just have to wonder how. Huh? That's right, I said that. Pantheon. The, yep. The <laughs> it's pronounced Parthion. The, uh, the <laughs> you see things and you wonder how they get on TV. The Peter Pan Live is pretty up there in that regard. In my in my long career of watching movies and television, Seriously. wondering how things got made. <laughs> because they saw the sound of music and, <laughs> you know what, let's make another one. Christopher Walken. They get great ratings, Dick. that's why they do it. They make a lot of money off of it. I know, it's just, just seeing, I, I, I have to check myself every time I see Christopher Walken in the, the Captain Hook getup. It's, it's like, it doesn't, it can't exist. <laughs> I, can't, I have a really hard time wrapping my head around it. Yet yeah, we're talking about it on our highly publicized and oft-listened-to podcast. See, mm-hmm. it worked. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get a Robert De Niro mole, which we talked about last week. <laughs> that seems to be the recipe for success. <laughs> or a Richard Lewis mole from uh, Robin Hood Made in Tights. Uh-huh. I have a mole? <laughs> Awesome. When you get a Fred Savage mole from yeah. Austin Morley, Powers Morley, 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 Morley. three, four, I don't know which one it was. Wade, what did you learn today? Uh, well, when I was looking up Die Hard, I know how to use a microphone. Sorry. Hey, shut up! I figured out. <laughs> I, did, I did learn how to do that. That is one thing I learned. The other thing I learned is that the guy who plays Carl, the guy in Die Hard, the big beefy blonde guy, was a Russian ballet dancer who defected to America and caused an international incident, forcing President Carter to get involved and mediate it with, with Russia. And they actually made a movie about it, that whole episode in Russia, about his defection. It was so infamous. And his wife left him over it. She went back to Russia. Did we send them Gregory Hines as a peace offering? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, rest in peace, Gregory Hines. Mm-hmm. I just watched Running Scared recently, well, at least part of it. Him and uh, Billy Crystal as tough-ass cops. Oh, God. It kind of reminded me of Die Hard, how, you know, Bruce Willis was like a comedic, comedic actor playing a, playing a hard-ass, and that now he's an action hero, where Billy Crystal tried to play the hard-ass and it didn't quite stick. Did you ever see the one with Jay Leno and Pat Morita? <laughs> I've, I've heard of it. I don't, I've never actually seen it. Jay Leno is a hard-ass. Is he? Who oh. plays by his own rules. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That Pat, sounds terrible. Does Pat Morita know Kung Fu? Pat Morita is basically Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. Okay. <laughs> but, but he doesn't, you know, without all the hijinks. Right. Whoa, because Jackie Chan was like Pat Morita in the other movie. Mmm. Ooh, kid. Mind blown. <laughs> and it wasn't racist at all. Because <laughs> it was the 80s. Yeah. Mm. They hadn't invented racism. The age, the age, of, the age of tolerance. <laughs> mm-hmm. So says Reagan. Right. Well, Do it, Alex. Well. <laughs> Alex, just one impression. I guess I learned that if you have Brazilian barbecue, if I have Brazilian barbecue, I my stomach hurts for a couple of days afterwards. And was is it you, worth it? it? Should you play it, hockey? Uh, no, <laughs> it, it there was an odor that was emanating from me occasionally while I was skating down the ice. It's so called yeah. meat sweats. Uh, <laughs> that's what I learned. <laughs> I learned that I love it and I should have it once a year, which I do, which is good. But oh god. You just don't plan anything for that day. You're just mm-hmm. going to Brazilian barbecue and then that's it. Clear I should your learn, calendar. I should learn to say no. I guess what I should learn to say when they come over with a chunk of meat, say no. Well, don't they give you like the wooden block or whatever to flip from red to green? Yeah, green to red? But Scott, if they're coming over with meat, I'm going to say yes every time. <laughs> that's Whoa. how they get you. <laughs> yes. What meat. men's restroom is this at? Actually, huh. it's, the, it's the Insidious Salad Bar. Because <laughs> yeah. it's really good and you fill up on that and you don't want as much meat. So. For those of you who haven't had Brazilian barbecue, check it out. It's awesome. Just have more willpower than I do. Yeah. Recommend. Don't listen to Jeff. Eat everything you can. <laughs> Get a checkup from your doctor and make sure you can go to a Brazilian barbecue before you go. That is sound advice. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Ching. Ching. Mm. All right, fuck you guys. I'm going to bed. I'm losing my voice. (laughs) All right.